Well, the haircuts were pretty good. I'm Jackie. I really don't have any idea what period this is supposed to be. I'm Sam. Nick Cage goes from Templar to Templar. I'm Justin, and this is Outcast on Sneaker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rides, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. We've got a uh, special shift uh, in programming this week as originally we're supposed to do King Solomon's Mind starring Richard Chamberlain and uh, Sharon Stone, but the interwebs have lied to us and it is not streaming anywhere. So uh, unfortunately, Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold is streaming on Prime, but that we can't do that one without doing the other one. So we had to switch it's- gears and go to Outcast from 2014 starring Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen. From uh, currently streaming on Tubi.tv. Tubi.tv. And Voodoo. I think I watched mine on Voodoo. No, it's on Tubi. It's on we, Tubi. You're right. We got a new TV, and so uh, I couldn't log into Voodoo because their login system blows ass. You can't even request a password change. You have to know your old password to change your password. It's like, go it's fuck yourself. Me. It took me four tries to log on to my phone because my phone was telling me that Alan Quartermain was on there. And then I'd get logged on. I was like, no, it's not. I'm like, what are you doing to me? Right. Internet. No, stop that voodoo. Like to be the to be resetting your password or logging in was so much easier. So I think we're just to be people now. Uh, Outcast. Uh, that's, I guess, all I got to say about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we can shift gears and say that we owe it to the history of bad cinema that we write to do Alan Quartermain as a back-to-back episodes because yes. it's special. Right. Uh, and it would not, it, we skipping it and going to the second one just because it's available isn't, isn't fair to you, the listeners. It's a slap and in my so, face. It's a slap in your face. It's a slap in your mom's face. Yeah. Except with pissy diapers. <laughs> Speaking of piss. Uh, so uh, gets a pissy diaper put on them in this movie. Uh, so we're instead we're gonna do uh, three a, a run of three Templar movies. Uh, starting this one week with Outcast, Sam is gonna do uh, Templar Nation, and then Jackie will finish it off with National Treasure, also starring Nick Cage. So it's, which is kind of weird because it's Templar National Treasure. You know, those two run together. Yeah. And we got Nick Cage in this one. It's all the same. We'll see which one we think is best at the end. Yeah, I say we uh, I say we put that to the test. I'm pretty sure I know which one, but uh, it's good to revisit all these. Uh, Sam, tell us what you know about Outcast from 2014. So this is on the front end of Hollywood going, oh, China is our new territory. We're going to be able to make movies for free there because the state sort of the way that the ticket sales go, right? Someone figured that oh, we can make movies in China and it's basically a blank check to make any movies we want for however much we want. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. And ultimately, they don't need Hollywood. They make pretty good movies on their own. Right. right. Uh, (laughs) We're coming to save you guys. 
Yeah, exactly. And, well, the white savior in this, right. which is why it fucking tanked. Yeah. So it tanked so hard in China, they didn't even release it here. They apparently spent $25 million on it, made three point eight back in China before China was like, okay, if you're going to give us a white savior, it's Matt fucking Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden Christensen is a whiny penis. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, bad call. Um, They're like, is he going to turn into Darth Vader? Because if he doesn't, this sucks. (laughs) Uh, So it had no release in the United States. That's what you're saying? Uh, Direct to streaming. Direct to video, yeah. So like we we watched it right when it came out, right? Mm -hmm. The 2014 to Netflix was its official U.S. release, I believe. Yeah. The two producers that were on the... American side of things and the Canadian side of things. There's there's a slew of producers on this movie because it you know it was the the cash grab that everybody thought was going to be free movie money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Bolt would be the most notable, and that is the uh, production partner of one schlock tour, Paul W S Anderson. So okay. he's partly responsible for all the Resident Evil and all that other shit that W S Anderson does. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. Uh, the other is Mark Canton, who is a gambler, and he just got in on, on the gamble, probably had limited responsibility, liability, like a, and everything. Like on a riverboat? or In terms of a Hollywood producer, Mark Canton's a riverboat gambler. He's, he did the 300, was his biggest cash-in, but he's done a lot of stuff like that. Like He will gamble on stuff and then basically have no liability if it completely fucking tanks. And then so, he, and he gets his uh, uh, threatened to be buried out in the desert on a on a frequent basis because his gambling debts and he's got knee breakers coming to take out his knees and hey jimmy two toes has got uh you know he's gonna take your fingers one at a time pay us back loan sharks sure. sort of thing yeah maybe okay. i don't know actually it's not much of a gambler like you'd call him a gambler because he takes chances on uh unproven resources but he does it in such a way that he's never gonna lose so mm. yeah uh, Jeremy Bolt, however, really did think that China was a blank check and had announced plans for a sequel to this film <laughs> prior to it getting ridden out of China on a rail. Hard pass. Hard pass. He hasn't uh, ever gone back and said, no, we're not going to make a sequel. Like It's still up in the air <laughs> for him, I think, that... Outcast is going to get a sequel. And after you've seen it, you're like, what's he going to do now? Invade Bollywood and have right. them ride him out of India on a yeah. rail? <laughs> Hayden Christensen's in a walker. I am a Templar here to save you. <laughs> yeah, <No>. exactly. <laughs> uh, it's too bad because this was the transition into directing from stunt coordination for... Uh, famed stunt coordinator Nick Powell. He was the guy that did like action sequences owe this man a favor. Okay. He's the stunt coordinator for The Born Identity. Okay. Yeah, sure. And so do you think that uh, he was also responsible for Nick Cage hitting that guy in the side of the head with a stick? Oh, of course. During one of the fights? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he, that was a personal shout out to you, Jack. He's like, we're going to get at least one person to like this film. All we got to do is hit somebody in the face and Jackie will love it. <laughs> well, no, he got hit in the side of the head with a stick. Right. Which is like my favorite thing to think about when somebody makes me mad. Like, I would hit you with a stick right now. 
And I bet it was over like craft services. That fucker probably took the last donut. And he's like, you know what? When you go in there, Nick, just freaking hit him in the side of the head with a stick. He'll be fine. As uh, eagle-eared listeners will know, Jackie's got two favorite jokes, people getting hit in the head and craft <laughs> services. It's pretty much what she's got every week. <laughs> and poop. And poop. Oh, yeah. And butts. Yeah. Uh, to pump up Nick Powell a little bit more uh, beyond that one movie, because he's got a laundry list of stunt coordinator credits, and there's a lot of them that are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most prestigious act uh, award you can get in stunts is the Taurus. Which is a fucking He's shame. won it five times. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Five times? Big deal. Uh, five times. Shit. Starting today, we're going to be the organization that gets uh, best stunt coordination as an Academy Award. We're doing it. Not all those other people that are pushing for it as well, but just us. We're the ones. Just just us, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to be the tipping point, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We're going to be like, did you see that guy get hit with a stick? And then everybody's going to be like, yeah, that was the best. Here's your Oscar. And here's your Oscar for best <laughs> stick hit. And maybe the tourists should just keep doing its thing because they probably have stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of categories that you can win for, and taking mm-hmm. one in the face might be a category. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. And the best sacrifice of your body goes to. Worst dive. Well, I guess that's us. <laughs> we We award the worst dive. Uh, the writer James Dormer has written a lot of stuff I've never heard of any of it. It's a lot of TV shows that I've just never heard of, and he's a showrunner on one of them. Okay. It, as far as Powell goes, it is kind of tragic because I feel like he was probably doing some good work directing this, and a producer really negated a lot of that in editing, but the Wait Savior script didn't help him out at all. Cage gave him another chance in two ni- 2019, and he directed the movie Primal, which probably sucked as well, and probably. so he's probably going to have to go back to doing stunt coordination, but it's too bad. Yeah. Well, I guess if that ever crosses the streaming avenues, I'll give that a shot, but uh, I have not seen that available yet, so hmm. I got no report on Primal, but I'm always yeah. down with some Cage. Uh, the next Cage that we need to do communally for do- do's and don'ts is 211. I've heard it's craptacular. 211. Yeah. Wow. It's got his kid in it, too. Okay. Do you know if that's available currently? I believe it is streaming currently on, okay. on multiple platforms. Maybe I'll Because uh, it was direct-to-streaming cool. release. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Good, good, good. Uh, speaking of his... Well, I'll, I'll wait for the Nick Cage business for a second, because we'll mention the other person that made it out of this movie somehow spectacularly is the Chinese national Liu Yifei, the okay. princess. Okay. Okay, sure. She got Mulan. So she hit ah, it big time. Yeah. That's the well, same that's the same person. I mean, maybe she hit the big time. We kind of don't really know how that's gonna work out, it being thirty dollars and not in the theater. So I mean, yeah, you, she got a big ass role, but uh, is anybody gonna see it? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. She's apparently not doing herself any favors on Twitter. Oh yeah? Yeah, she's everyone in Hong Kong and China hates her. She's a she's a QAnon. I she said something about like she went in support of the Hong Kong police and it really backfired Ooh. on her. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's, that might and be worse. And then after that she came on an interview and identified as Asian, corrected someone and wanted to be identified uh, as Asian and not Chinese and so China was like fuck you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then she said that uh pineapples and ham have a place on pizza. And that's when everybody really lost their shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that she was old enough to have a romance scene with Hayden Christensen. Because having seen this movie twice, when that happens, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is inappropriate. But she was in her 20s when that happened. So okay. she just looked like she was 14, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's what they tell you in China, Sam. Remember the 2008 Olympics? The the gymnastic team from China that kicked our ass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all 18. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> sure, China. They were, they were shooting them out of cannons, too. Right. <laughs> Uh, what about Hayden Christensen, Sam? What's what's oh. going on with the old old Anakin? You know, I didn't look up what's going on with Hayden Christensen right now because I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it! I just wonder if he's still working. Like, if anybody hires him, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, 2014 is a long time ago. That's six. I years. bet he get he gets one a year probably just because he's Hayden Christensen, but. Mm -hmm. Nobody watches it, and it's one of those, like, you just don't care. And I did read about his participation in this film, though, and okay. he's just, oh, you want to root for him because he does the extra work on the action roles with, he sprained his ankle twice on this doing stunts. Mm -hmm. He can use a sword. He learned mm -hmm. how to use a sword like a maniac for Star Wars. He sure. does all this stuff. But when he opens his mouth, you're like, God, you're such a whiny penis. I know. <laughs> and at least like at least he had help here because usually it's like, you know, oh, God, he's going to open his mouth and say something stupid like sand is coarse and it gets everywhere and you're going to barf. But then he's complimented by Nick Cage, who is somehow... 50,000 times worse in this movie than he is. It's incredible. And that he got a little lift from the kid. Right. Being a whinier penis than him. <laughs> yeah, Hayden Christensen's the best actor in this movie. <laughs> is I'm he, though? I mean, that... I'm thinking the gal that got Mulan's probably the okay, best yeah, actor right, in this fine, movie, fair, but... Sure, sure, sure. I was thinking it was that horse that they showed that got shot. It was yeah, laying yeah, there. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, that good. horse really mm -hmm. nailed the I'm a dead horse thing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't the see him breathe at all. Yeah. Face. He's the best actor. Uh-huh. That's correct. Uh, what else we got? Oh, so now let's get to Nick Cage. Did you know that Nick Cage has four grandchildren from Weston, his son, that he's into 11 with, okay. who's 31, so they're, that's odd, That but the, the fours here is fun because he's got four grandchildren. He's been married four times, and his last marriage only lasted four days. Wow. Oh. So I had to read about this on Fox News, because it's fun to read celebrity gossip on Fox News, because sure. they really hit they hit hard, and uh -huh. they hit below the belt. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I fully endorse celebrity gossip on Fox News. They will... <laughs> the only time that they actually dig and use teeth is when they're, you know, rolling around through Hollywood. Roasting Hollywood, yeah. Sure. That's so, what they care about, you know, those elitists. Apparently, he, after he divorced his third wife, who he has the son Kal-El with, uh, that's right, he named his son Kal-El. That's many, Superman, yeah. Many years ago. Many years ago. He's 14 now. He's not married yet. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, Close one. He had a fling girlfriend, I guess, that is maybe a makeup artist, and they went to Vegas, and he was on a bender, and they just got married. And Fox really dug a lot deeper than people or anywhere else, because I actually read about this more than anything else about this movie. Uh, he was heard at the wedding grumbling, barely able to stand up saying things like, 
I don't fucking know. Her boyfriend's a drug dealer. <laughs> oh, my God. And usually it's pretty easy to get a marriage annulled uh-huh. when both parties don't want to stay married. She doesn't want to stay married to him. She doesn't want to see him again, but she's not going to give him the annulment so that he has to pay her. Right. Yeah. Dick move. <laughs> Dick move. Way to go, Cage. Yep. Uh, maybe uh, lay off the Las Vegas booze a little bit much. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't he, he in is... leaving Las Vegas? He was. He was indeed. Where he was a drunk and yeah. made poor decisions. He, he was indeed. <laughs> and ended up with some hooker. He was also in Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had to do it in real life. <laughs> it's Just in case he ever acting. gets offered the role again. He also was on an airplane filled with a bunch of con men that, that got hijacked and he had to kick all their asses. So, you know, he's just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. It's method acting for movies method he's already acting. done. Uh, fortunately for all of us in TV land, he's back to doing four or five a year. Okay. And most of them suck, but mm-hmm. he's a weird... His filmography, you know he's a producer on half of these. You know it. Right. But he's not putting himself on there. He's silent. His sort of forays into production and direction have been uh, dubious. And so he just keeps his name off of it. But you know for a fact that he's basically producing three of the four shitty action movies that he does a year to give himself involvement in the one artistic piece that he's going to work on per year and really cage out. Mm Mm-hmm. So, how old is Nick Cage now? 56. Okay, that's not bad. I thought he was older than that, so that's not bad. He's still got no. a good 20 years left in him. And he's and he's got 11 kids? No, he's got two kids and four grandchildren through Weston, his oldest son from his oh, first okay. or second wife. Uh, Patricia Arquette was his first wife. Okay. Everyone else that he married wasn't another actor, mm-hmm. so. Just future mrs x cage yeah he's he's gonna go for number five i'm sure yeah. he's gotta catch that he, uh larry king numbers what did larry king get to seven? Oh, i thought it was like 17 17 <laughs> i thought he just had another one recently too uh yeah he he was in front of cage and this other gal in the vegas wedding line and cage was like Drunk so my drug dealer, but God damn it, Larry, get out of the way. <laughs> nope, that's my wife. Uh, two of Larry King's children just died within a week of each other. Uh, yeah. This, this month. Very tragic. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking old as shit. They died of old age. Wow. Like, no, the, his daughter was only 50 something. Yeah, that's, you know, she's not, she's old. She's like uh, fucking uh, the, the twin guy, the... Walter Frey and King of uh, the King of the Stuff. <laughs> Walter Frey in the King of the Stuff, the spinoff series. It's a comedy because he's dead. <laughs> he's Weekend at Bernie's corporal. with Walter Frey. <laughs> you got any more of that chili? <laughs> we'll team Hi. up with uh, Eric Cartman. <laughs> Call it Walter Frey Children Chili. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the that, fuck we're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm done with people. my stuff, so yeah. we can start the movie now. Okay, Jackie. I got one question for you, though. We gotta go to you for a hair report. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Justin. Uh, thank you, Sam, for acknowledging my ability to look at hair <laughs> um, or wigs or wigs. So Hayden Christensen 
his haircut didn't change throughout the entire movie. No, he just no. had the same weird uh, haircut that where they kind of started, and then he was like, "Oh, that's too short." So then they just made a line, and then went up to the next size, and then they got to the top, and he's like, "Just leave that part." It's not a mohawk. It's like a head hawk. It's, it's a faux hawk. It's a faux hawk. That's called. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it looked good on him. I think he looks pretty doofy, but okay. Uh, well, I think it looks doofy that he's got like three different layers of hair going on, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah, right. Um, I also noticed that he's got a weird ear. Maybe. In this Jury's movie. He's still out on that. So if you're looking, it would be his, uh, if he's looking straight at you, it's his left hand ear. No, it's his right ear. You can't. But tell your left, left hand. Yeah, your left hand. Right, it's his uh, right ear. That's how you describe yeah. people. <laughs> well, whatever. And uh, it it kind of freaked me out. And then I just couldn't stop looking at it. I'm like, what's wrong with his fucking ear? That's why he had to have long hair in Star Wars, that doofy ass haircut. Maybe. We need confirmation like we got with uh, Megan Fox's thumb on this, his weird ear. Weird ear. Yeah. We're going to have to investigate. We should ask Fox. All right. Because they'll really dig into it, according to Sam. And they'll figure out what's wrong with his fucked up ear. Oh, we don't, we don't, here here at Fox, we have integrity, Jackie. We don't judge people by their physical, no, wait, that is us. Yeah, we, um, we are the, uh, our reporters actually are, are paraded around in their underwear. So never mind. All right, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go to, uh, everybody else's hair looked fine, right? Mulan lady, her hair looked pretty everybody good. Everybody else's hair? I'm getting to the one <laughs> hair that everybody's waiting to talk about. But, you know, I wanted to kind of just brush over everybody else. Um, so, Nick Cage <laughs> seriously looked like he just went over to one of the stunt horses and cut its tail off uh -huh. and then was like, check it out. I've Bobby pinned in a ponytail that I have made out of the horse's hair and it's just flowing. So in the first it's time we see him, <laughs> first time we see him, he's got like a, a big thick braid thing, right? And I'm like, you don't have that much hair, stupid shit. And then when we see him again as the pirate, he's got all this hair and it looks terrible because it looks like they've just glued some kind of rug underneath it's the worst onto wig. his head it's and then the worst wigs Velcroed on the hair. Like, yeah. here you go. He, he looks like he decided to quit the Templars and bathing at the same time. Like they're all linked together. I can't handle the guilt of cleanliness anymore. <laughs> In the movie Run, Ronnie, Run, he wears a wig that's supposed to be the worst wig ever for the purpose of comedy, and it's not as bad as this one. Right. And you know what? If you're going to put him in a wig, get rid of his widow peaks. Yeah, no shit, huh? He's Like, his half of his fucking hair on the top is gone. You know, he's just got this, like, weird island inlet thing going uh -huh. on. And I'm like, dude, just give him a fucking full hair of, head of hair. Like... Come on, it's an extra two pieces that you got to Velcro yeah, on. It, it's like if Toby Stevens, when he was a pirate, had decided to put on a lady wig. He didn't do that. He just owned being balding. Like, it's fine. God damn it, mm -hmm. don't wear a wig. <laughs> no pirate has long has a, a skullet going on. Come on. Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, all right, that. fine. Uh, I I also want to say I really I didn't understand why Hayden Christensen's character in this beginning fight scene had a red tunic like he was some kind of leader or maybe he was just the pissant. He's a Padawan in this one. too. No, I think he's the leader and everybody else has white on. Mm -hmm. Did he just not get the memo for that day? No, I think I think it's his, his rank. I think he's wearing his uh, lozenges on his chest like the uh, the Empire does. 
little little badges. For this part, they took some poor liberties with the costumes because they didn't do stuff like that. They all wore the white with the red cross. Yeah, they were Those all... Those are just not the right costumes that either one of them are wearing. Mm-hmm. I, I, my understanding of the Templars is that there was not a whole lot of rank. There was like like one guy at the top, and I believe his name was the Pope, uh, and uh, the rest of them were just like, like kind of like, like if you go to Robin Hood and his Merry Men, there's Robin Hood and everybody else has equal rank underneath. Yeah, your your leadership position is earned by respect of the others, but it's a brotherhood rather mm-hmm. than a hierarchy. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for, a brotherhood. It also kind of seemed like they were a little rapey. Oh, the Templars, you think? Yeah. <laughs> the Templars were real bad guys, Jackie. I don't know that much about the Templars. Yeah, and the Crusaders in general. Fuck the Crusades, man. Bad stuff. Because it kind of seemed like they were dragging women out to rape them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. It's usually what happens in war, even if it's a holy war. I guess all wars can be declared holy. It's just the atrocities you commit are quite unholy. But, uh, yeah, 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 war's not cool. So, in other words, if the war comes here, uh-huh. I'm going to have to kill myself. Because I don't want to be raped to death. Well, I mean. By guys who haven't bathed in six months. And, right. You know. Yeah, I guess that's true, the bathing part. I mean. Oh, God, and they probably have really bad breath because, you know, they're not taking toothbrushes on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't think those women, uh, yeah, I think they uh, also made the same decision you are. Uh, they're like, oh, Hayden Christians and gross. I am not doing this. <laughs> Did you guys see that guy with horse hair? Nope, <laughs> this is not happening. Yeah, so anyways, crusades are going on. Templars are coming into town, taking over some Muslim town. God knows where the fuck it is. I thought they were in Turkey. Okay, sure. Yeah, might as well. They were, The Turkish were Muslim back then, Jackie. Oh. Yeah. Well, he had a Turkish hat on. The Crusades. It was not delightful what they were doing. Like Turkish delight? God damn yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Turkish delight is not delightful. It's gross. Um. Anyways, so they're attacking this town. Uh, they're the top two guys, basically. They're action guys. They're the best swordsmen and yada, yada, yada. And they're paving a way through all these people. Uh, but the whole thing is basically a trap to get them in. And so the crossbow men on top of the uh, uh, ramparts can uh, shoot arrows down and kill a bunch of Templars, which they do. But they fail really miserably in their one flaw in their trap. Nobody thought to like, hey, they could just walk around this alleyway and just start stabbing us in the back. <laughs> that's what fucking happens. We got to yeah. go over there. This is also when Nicolas Cage's character loses his taste for war. Uh-huh. And says he's going to leave. Like today. And then doesn't. Right. Like, why today? I'm not sure. I guess it just got too much. And they've all developed a bloodlust, and he's had enough of it. And he's trying to talk Hayden Christensen out of it. And he's just stabbing dudes. And he's like, fine, I won't kill this guy. And then some other guy comes up and kills him. And then... Nicholas Cage is like, I'm out of here. And then you see Hayden Christensen storming the keep. And then Nick Cage walks back in and you're like, I right. thought you, you went east. What are you doing, dude? And like, to me, this prince guy that's at the palace or the king or whatever, he seems like a pretty big deal. And that if they can take this guy out, the war is ended. Like, they're done. This is the this is the climax of, of the entire Crusades. This is the last stronghold. We take out this guy. 
kind of a big deal. We can go home. And so this entire time, Nicolas Cage's character has paved a path of death across all of Europe and across half the Middle East. And today he woke up, put on his pants and said, I'm going to keep killing some fuckers. And then he walks into the gate and says, you know what? My arm hurts. <laughs> I'm tired. I've had enough of this. I just stubbed my toe on the finish line. <laughs> like, what? Okay. All right. So, and then some ladies there don't have a good time, but uh, that that's also what gives the ladies give Hayden Christensen the, the now I'm glum about war, even though I've been pretty good at it and had a pretty solid time on the way. I mean, like war, it's fantastic. That was me that said that. The, at one point, a woman is trying to escape and Nicolas Cage grabs her and goes, get out of here. And he pushes her into two guys that grab her onto a pile of other women that they then burn alive. <laughs> oh, oops. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks, Helpy Helperton. I'll try the next. <laughs> Let's see if I can get better at this. You know, you got to you got to practice improve with age. But uh, three years later, uh, we're now in the Far East. We have no idea where this is. Just the Far East. The country of the Far East. Like, what? Well, it maybe goes on to say things about how learned crusaders were about the world. <laughs> I don't know. It's over there. <laughs> where are you headed? Zabaguga Way? That's where I'm going. I don't know. Far East. Yeah. It's all the same. Uh, their ruler is dying, whether he's the king or the emperor, or God knows. We don't know because this is just the Far East. We don't know how their system of government works. Uh, and so he wants to leave it, the, the kingdom, to his son, who's just a little dude of the age of 14 and uh, is, a, is a peaceful soul. He's much more Tommen than Joffrey. While Joffrey is coming in, and uh, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a warmonger. He's, the, I guess, the leader of the army. This you no know, to compare this guy to Joffrey would be to really give Joffrey too much credit in battle acumen because mm. this guy's gone into a shift towards tyranny, but he's fucking badass. Yeah, he doesn't no, he, fuck around. No, this guy's a good, pretty good stunt, uh, stunt guy. And later, when we see him without his shirt on, he's got an eight pack. Yeah, he's also shredded. Yeah, he is a shredded guy, and you're just like, wow. Where whereas Joffrey, I believe, was mostly made of cheese. So oh, he was a spaghetti yeah. noodle. <laughs> this not, he wasn't even a spaghetti noodle. He's like one of those ziti noodles, a little fat short thing. Little, yeah. Gets this wet and flops around. Andy on from Taiwan. And he's tried his damnedest to break through into the martial art film career. And he's gotten a lot of help. It just hasn't stuck. He got to take over the police story with new police story. So Chan gave him that he was in special ID with Donnie Yen. Uh -huh. And, uh, Jet Li turned Black Mask over to him. He's in Black Mask too. Oh wow! But I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he's a great martial artist too, and it's just the traction isn't there. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, okay. I wonder if they casted him as the prince in Mulan. That would be interesting. I don't think they did. Is mm. is the prince in Mulan a uh, a martial artist? Well, yeah. Okay. Cool. I've never seen Mulan. Oh, you haven't seen no, Mulan? No, oh, no. okay. I started checking out at Disney Films right about when that came out. Not not because I'm racist. I also checked out a Pocahontas. Oh, wait. Uh... Anyway, <laughs> the Disney prince uh. in Mulan is uh, very handsome, very buff 
dude. Okay. And so I just thought he would be a good fit for that role. And so, martial artist. That's the and a martial artist. Most important. Sword part. guy. Yeah. He, he was a warrior. Okay. Right. In Mulan. Yeah, might be fun. Um. Anyway, so in order to get uh, uh the son, Pedro, out of the castle, uh, they got to give him a seal. I guess that's like, you are now the ruler like an official declaration type thing. They just, whoever's sure. got that is the king. Is that what we got? Whoever the watery tart hands the sword to. Mm, right, 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 right. <laughs> How does one become king? Uh, and uh, they sneak him out through the back door. So he's in and send his sister along with him, the princess. Right. She's going to guard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poorly. <laughs> yeah. Very poorly. But she has no skills. To guard anybody. It's like, not like she's like a kick-ass kung fu lady. No. I thought she was going to be like, you know, some super karate uh-huh. business, right? And uh-huh. like just start kicking ass. And no, she, and she wears white throughout the whole movie. I like, mean, come on, bitch. Like, You're totally going to get seen out there in a field of green. Unbelievable how inept she is. And like th- their monk protector is like a Shaolin monk. This guy is badass. He kicks a he kicks a ton of guards as ass. They're warriors or whatever out in the courtyard. When instead, all he should have done is been like, "No, I am the protector. I am pushing you down, princess. You you are the slow, the weakest link. Get out of here." Yeah. And then he runs around the countryside with being a Shaolin monk. I will another say problem, that. Go ahead. Another Sam. problem the film has with its release early in China was that the only bankable Chinese star gets put in a really shitty role as an inept princess. Right. Right. Exactly. So the elder son comes in, he pitches a big old fit about the crown and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, get out of here. One King guard. Like this King only has one guard. Bad Kinging. I think he's like head of the king's guard. Well, there was nobody else there. Yes, there were. No, there weren't. Those were the the prince's guys. When you when they he comes in that hallway is er, that room is empty, and all of his dudes come in behind him, except for the that one king guard who's like. That's not how it happened. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> um, so. So he's like, hey, I'm going to like, don't don't fuck with me because I'm going to burninate your town and and destroy all your uh, hear, hear the lamentations of your women. And uh, so the one guard is now incapacitated. So he kills his dad, stabs him in the tummy. And uh, then he he opens the door and is like, the king is dead and his son did it. Wait, I mean, the other son who yep. wasn't here in this room, the, the one who's not me. Go get him. And also not here. And not- to clarify, not me. The other one. <laughs> and it was the one that would have been impossible to actually have committed the, the crime, but uh, definitely not me. Uh, so they, they go and chase the kid. Now the kid's a wanted criminal and blah, blah, blah. Later, the uh, princess and the uh, the prince, they go to uh, like a Chinese restaurant. I don't know what you call these places. They're in these kind of movies all the time. Sam, what like it's sort of, kind of. It's like an in restaurant bar, whatever. We've got it. Yeah, but there's no there's no bedrooms in any of these ever. All they serve you is like a bowl of steamed water. It's it's water that has been steamed by water. <laughs> it's steamed water. <laughs> they serve Hayden Christensen an uncooked cow jaw uh-huh 
And he has to pay for that with his sword because that's apparently very expensive stuff. <laughs> I thought they gave him chicken legs. I couldn't tell what it was. Right. Like chicken feet. Yeah, because he's all doped up on the on the dope. Yeah. We got uh, Hayden High Cam. We can't tell what he's eating. And not to mention that he's got a pirate hat on. Yeah, he does. Is, like, is, I, this hat's I straight out of Black musketeer Sales. hat. Or, yeah, or a musketeer hat. Yeah. Which yeah. are also kind of piratey, you know. You know, buccaneers, the French buccaneers. It's a, you know. And he's got black on. So you know that they're trying to tie him back into the Star Wars. You know, like, hey, you remember this guy, right? He's famous. This is Darth Vader. Is that what they were doing, Jackie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it just seemed like a poor choice. Like, to put him in, well, no, you can't put him in brown because then that's his Padawan colors. They should have just put him in white. I mean, shit, the princess was in yeah, white. yeah. Just have a big flag that says, here we are. Yeah. Uh, so she goes in there and she's like, uh, I need an escort to someplace. I don't know where the fuck we're going, but can somebody help? And the guards immediately come in and they're like, hey, we found your dumb brother outside. He was like, hey, guys, what's up? Hey, that's the prince. You're supposed to be in jail right now. He's like, I didn't see him. Yeah. But what actually happened was he was chasing a butterfly and then tripped over one of them. Seems about right. Like, Pretty dude, deep. kid, you had like one job. You one never played job. hide and go seek before? Yeah. I didn't see this band of men all dressed in armor. Missed them. Yeah. yeah clanking around on their horses. <laughs> Slippery bunch. All right. So they're nabbed uh, and they're going to kill them and, and yada, yada, yada. But Jacob is like. Hey, that's my sword. Give me my sword. And they're like, come get it, fucko. And so he does. <laughs> and then uh, kicks all their asses. My favorite part of this fight was when he had like some kind of cow leg bone and it got chopped with the sword and then he shoved it into that guy's throat. Mm. Thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. He becomes the drunken penis master. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Still slightly floppy, but semi hard. <laughs> Uh, oh, he also gets pissed on. <laughs> this is where oh he gets God. pissed on. Okay, clean that guy off. And some guy pisses on him instead. And then no one goes, man, you got your dick out of that armor really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I really had to go. I actually was going to clean this guy up, but I have been drinking coffee all morning. And so I just pissed. I'll take him down to the river afterwards. Sorry about that. Sorry about pee in your face. You know, but maybe you might like it. You know, a little water sports. Anybody? <laughs> Okay, uh, so he saves the kid, and uh, and so he grabs his sword, and they he leaves. He's like, I'm out of here. Good luck, guys. And they follow, and they're like, help us, help us. Uh, but he goes down to the river to, I can only assume, to wash the pee out of his eyes. And uh, then he has some sort of you know flashback of Nick Cage, and he's like, oh, I guess I should go help those guys. He's found his honor, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah, right. He hasn't found his Irish accent yet. That comes about halfway through the movie. Right. <laughs> uh, so they they are riding along and having talks and doing this and you know, days go by until they get to a burning town. And uh, I guess it's the guards that are looking for the prince and princess. And so they also decide to burn the village just because they're, they're not there. I don't fucking know. Because they're like, it's I, my fault. And they're it's kidnapping just, kids. What what are they yeah, gonna do with these slaves? kids? Duh. Probably. Mow the yard, rake up leaves. Same things that we're gonna enslave our kid with. Dishes. Dog poop. 
garbage. <laughs> I noticed you have a quite the extensive list there. Like you've thought about this. Yeah. They take him back to the palace, stick him in a room, and then just come back in like five minutes and say, Hey, I told you to clean this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> I hate slavery, says the kid that's an actual slave. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they. I believe it's serfdom. You want to say yeah, okay. serfdom there. All right, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, <laughs> so they he rescues a girl by doing a long legless shot. Now she's gonna ride with him too because of purpose. I, I maybe she's gonna marry the prince later in the sequel. I don't know. Well, the prince says they're looking for three people. Oh, so if we have four. It's kind of like a disguise, except that you're still dressed like a prince and your sister's still wearing all white. You guys are clearly worth a lot of money by the clothes that you're wearing. Yeah. Fucking idiots. (laughs) Not to mention that gold headpiece you've got on. And you've got a magic charm that keeps falling out of your pocket that says you're the king. I know. (laughs) Uh, So they make camp. And uh, the princess... Tosses his uh, his dope in the fire, so now he's got to start cleaning his ways up. Uh, and then he, she gives him a big lecture about, uh, "Hey, man, you got a responsibility to us. You sh- you got to stay focused." So he's off the dope, and he doesn't have any withdrawals. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I guess he wasn't on it that hard. Yeah, <laughs> just that one time. That was his first hit. Either that, or whoever made this never saw train spotting. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I don't know. They give him shaky hands in the next tavern that they're in. No, they, they had in mm-hmm. those. Okay. And that's why the gypsy woman slips him some oh, opium. Oh, she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Not because he's got Parkinson's. I'm just saying. Spinal bifida? Yeah, she just instantly assumes that he's a, he's a doper. <laughs> he's a junkie. Here, take your medicine, fucko. <laughs> I don't know why I like to say fucko today. Fucko. All right, so uh, in the morning, uh, the prince wants to be uh, taught uh, archery and the ways of war. Uh, and so they start working on that. And uh, so uh, Hayden Christensen passes down the wisdom of the Nick Cage onto him, just like uh, American Ninja. We get a flashback of him training a young Hayden Christensen as a, as a child. Who has the same haircut. Mm-hmm. He's really stuck with this look his whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Well, because it looks stupid, Sam. Oh. That's why not. <laughs> yeah, if I had the same haircut I had when I was that age, I would have a poodle perm, uh, and it would just be everywhere and falling out. I think Sam and I can both probably get, I could guess Sam's haircut at this age, just a bowl cut. Uh, at this age, I believe it was still business on top party in the back. Okay, all right. Cooler than mine. My and just- I would get angry because I needed it to be spikier on top <laughs> and longer in the back. And it just didn't, my mom just could not cut a very good mullet and it pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> she knew my what dad, she was doing the whole time, Sam. Yeah. My dad actually cut it the way I want. I was like, see, this is what it's supposed to look like now. I'm awesome. And she's like, no, you're a fucking tool. <laughs> and I am not going to have sex with your dad for a month because he gave you that haircut. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So speaking of uh, sex and romance, uh, they're they're moving along again, and romance is sure enough blooming between uh, the princess and uh, our hero Jacob. Be- because it has to. And 
you're like, is she old enough? No, yeah, right. <laughs> My thought is, wow, you don't get out much, honey. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't. This is her first trip outside the palace. <laughs> she asked him about his haircut, and he's like, I've worn this haircut my whole life. And she's like, why? Because I knew that people would make fun of it, and I could fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah, bucko. <laughs> All right, so they sneak into this uh, like trade caravan that's going across the desert. I'm getting very confused about geography here because they said that they were going to head west, and if they're... At the capital of the Far East, I'm assuming they're someplace in either uh, Tokyo or uh, Beijing, uh, but they're, they've gone, clearly gone west because there's no desert to the east, just no. ocean. So, so they've gone back west, and I don't know where they're going. I don't know where they're going. I don't even know what Jackie said. Oh, they're trying to find some general. Yeah, they have to find the generals because the generals have to... Say, yep, you've got the little statue yeah, they thing. Don't, they don't find the generals. The generals actually go to where they fucking were. Like, this is a bad plan. Well, you know. Yeah. He's also a 14-year-old kid that gets boners on his horse, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't have a trapper keeper, so he is just fucked all the way around. It's like, giddy up, pony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, got a little hole in his saddle. Hey, madman, what do I do with this thing? Go behind that tree and pull on it. Little gift from the West. <laughs> yeah, because because the East didn't know how to, to masturbate, Sam. We, we, we brought that to them. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of Eastern paintings of dudes pulling on their wiener. They figured it out, too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he needs, I don't think you need foreign culture to, to hey, check this out. <laughs> Look, look what you can do with that thing. You didn't know about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I know you white guys are bigger jerk offs than us, but we know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so they're going across the desert and into this city. And uh, the lady who they paid off is like, hey, come stay at my place. It's pretty cool. It's chill. Uh, you know, we can hang out. We can talk about the old times. And uh, uh, she gives him some booze and some opium, like Jackie said. But it's poison opium or something's poison. I don't know. It's a Mickey. So he's knocked out. Yeah, it's like a super dose or something. Mm -hmm. And then they peek at his wiener mm -hmm. once they lock him up. Because that's and, what I would do. And piss on him again to clean him off. Yeah, he's dirty. Yeah. Dirty boy. Pee on him. <laughs> Pee on him. Yeah. He has that tattoo on his neck that says piss on me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's a very Templar neck uh, t tattoo. Um, So he's getting he gets tied up. But then, like, he wakes up and escapes super easily, like, bonks one guy and then burn his, burns his ropes off. And now he's, da -da 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 -da, like, put two guys on this Templar guy. I mean, seriously? He's seriously got a tattoo on his back of the fucking cross. I think he's probably dangerous. I don't know. I've seen some men with tattoos of crosses on their bodies, and they do not look dangerous. They, they were not in the uh, uh, 1,000th to 1,500 uh, block of centuries. No. He also didn't have that haircut that just says, this guy's got a few screws loose. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Look into the, his eyes. He's got the eyes of a killer. A shock. Okay. Um, so he's, he's out. He goes and gets them. He's like, hey, get on a boat. I'll catch up later. And if I don't, uh, go away. <laughs> go keep going if yeah. I don't make it. Go. To the ocean. To, yeah. The, get in there. They're like, there's bandits. He's like, I know. And then he has to get, uh, 
He's going to do his thing, but what they get into is a very unexciting rowboat chase. Yes, yes, very exciting and exciting. Um, he, however, though, is solo killing about 30 guards. Like, he, he also, kills a lot of dudes. He also doesn't make it. He dies in this scene mm -hmm. because he does, when they're holding him down, he does the thing where he jumps up and, like, throws his chest out in his arms and they fly off. The, the he had Hulk, a sword in his chest when that happened. Yeah. No, he gets, I thought the same thing. I'm like, what? No, that doesn't work right there. The guy was cutting into his chest. He's now, like, a... The cork on the fork. He's he's stuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, then he gets in the boat and he's chasing after him, but they're being chased by more guards. They've now docked. They're in the woods. They're getting chased by more guards, and then all of a sudden, forest bandits come and like start swinging through the trees and killing those guards, and uh, they're they're all nabbed. These guys are. Uh... Supposed to be bandits, but mm -hmm. they're uh, pretty ninja-y. Yeah, they're 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 literally fighting from the trees in uh, in silence. So yeah, not not real bandity. Maybe they're maybe they're rogue ninjas, which is the title of my next movie. Rogue rogue, ninja. rogue ninjas that got really fucking lost on the other side of China. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why are we in the desert? <laughs> All right, so. So he's passed out too. I guess he's got heat exhaustion, or I don't know what the fuck. The poison is catched up to him. What? Why? He, he just falls over. He's probably suffering from blood loss. Oh yeah, because he, he got, got fucking stabbed in the chest. Uh, they patch him up, and sure enough, uh, this these were Cage's people. He's there, and he's now he's now a snake pirate for a yeah. minute. So you got snake pirate. What do you got, Jackie? I was going with voodoo guy <laughs> because he had the snakes and he was kind of like, I don't know, making them dance over Christensen. Kind of, yeah. Like, I'm healing your wounds like a witch doctor type of thing. I have written down, because he's lost his eye in the time off of not being in the movie, Winky the Snake Wizard, king of the mountain that's not very tall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, what the hell has happened in between the Crusades? These three years of span. Obviously, we know he's gotten married uh, and, and had some bad days because he lost his, he got poked in the eye and uh, his wife got her tongue cut out. But why did he change from, like, a Scotsman, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, to a fucking pirate that lives in a cave? <laughs> That's a drunk. That's fucking like this guy has man i i know ptsd is rough but this guy really has it rough yeah he's gone he's gone bonkers the snake thing is and the snake just goes away after a while you're like did you lose your snake buddy right what the point was what did you, at one point he itches his beard with his snake's face <laughs> yeah it's what like, was that one snake called one two-step two-step yeah Maybe he was having a two-step snake. To itch his face. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, you're a living creature, but I'd much rather use your face as a fingernail. <laughs> I got good fangs. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Oh, man. And then meanwhile, the evil brother has somehow got a message saying where they are. How did, we, how did that happen? 
He didn't kill all the guys in the village, I guess. Yeah, but they didn't chase after Hayden Christensen, those guys in the village. Like, yeah, sure, we found him in the village, but not up in the forest where the band bandits, the ninja bandits live. They didn't go there. They got no fucking clue. No, I guess they're just assuming that he's up there because it was, you know, nobody goes up there. If you go up there, you'll never come back. Okay. Well, problem solved. (laughs) Because of the white ghost. Right. Yeah. He's with the white ghost. The, the Nick Cage's pirate name, uh, who's a bandit and has now got the print. Like this is an ideal situation. If you were a usurper. It should be. Fucking idiot. <laughs> well, you just have to pick on which side of the mountain you want to dump your shit on, too. So you have, like, shit side of the mountain. So that, you know, you don't just put your shit on all of the mountain. You want to be able to walk down there every once in a while and not step in somebody else's poop. I'm very confused on what you're talking about. Are you implying that Nicolas Cage climbs to the top of the mountain and shits down the other side every morning? <laughs> Well, yes. God damn it. Okay. I don't it, know. it prevents sneak attacks from the other side because they just slip on your shit. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, God damn it. And you can hear everybody going, is this shit? Is yeah, this shit? I got poop on my shoes. <laughs> yeah, he's up there at the top showing everybody around. He's like, that's the poop side of the mountain. And they're like, that's got a better view. He's like, <laughs> this isn't a brain's kind of operation. <laughs> All right, so they talk it out. They're now pals again. Like, hey, I know that you left because it sucked, and you're also a junkie, and I'm a junkie, and uh, you're also a weird pirate uh, guy now, witch doctor thing, and uh, the king of crap city. Uh, but uh, we could be bros. And Nick Cage is like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, and he's like, when did you become Irish? Right. And he's like, don't like, worry, I'm going to stop that accent uh-huh. in about 10 minutes. Arr, can I keep mine, lad? Yeah, yeah, you can keep being a pirate. It's cool. It's a cool thing. Uh, so they spend some time there, and they're hanging out. And uh, uh, Jacob is like, hey, dude, how about you dip, dip, ditch this pirate uh, king life, and you come hang out with me, and we go fight. Uh, we go we go free China from, uh, from tyranny, or the Far East, wherever the fuck we are. I don't know. Uh, we could be in uh, Laos. Uh, but let's go free the Far East from tyranny. And Nick Cage is like, nah, I'm good here. I got my wife, uh, my my pirate, my grog, my rum. Yeah. Uh, so we're good. He also is like, kid, free China. I've got six people and I scratch my face with a snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's, oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how to pick them. Uh, then some guy runs up, one of, one of Cage's men's, and seriously whispers in his ears and says, the bad guys are in the canyon. <laughs> the bad guys. <laughs> like, the bad guys. Thanks, movie. We couldn't tell who the villains of this movie were. You had to have an actual uh, 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 a grunt come up and remind us <laughs> the bad guys are here. I thought he said the vacationers are here. <laughs> and I'm like, what? This is like a horseback riding tour now? What the fuck is happening? Kill them. <laughs> They're going to eat our fruit. It's a lot of a lot of the same things going on at Spawn Ranch. What's Spawn Ranch? Uh, the Charles the Manson. Oh Manson. right, right, right. Yeah, okay. They're doing okay. the horseback tours. That was tours. funny. Yeah, that was a funny joke, Sam, and I ruined it. Yeah, 
What's that place? <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, so uh, so the bad guys are in this canyon, and uh, so they light up some smoke, like a smoke screen, but usually when you use smoke, you want to hide your movements, not your enemies, because eventually they can't see shit. <laughs> yeah, he says... I've picked this mountain for a reason and you see him walking up it and you're like, no shit. You could kill about 500 people with only six people with where you're at right now. If you don't do what you're about to do, if you don't make it so you can't see them at all and you're just tossing arrows into a smoke cloud and hoping some of them stick idiots, but they do manage to kill most of them. And, uh, they, then they're like, retreat to the caves. That's our fallback point. So they do. Yep. And then they have a booby trap. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good booby trap. That gets people. And the then they have the in, in cave fight. So I guess they're only sending like 10 dudes at a time. Uh-huh. And everybody else is just kind of waiting to see how it, sh- how it shakes out, <laughs> right? Before they go into the cave. They've heard this guy has a two-step snake. And, uh, you know, you go in I'll go like 10 dudes at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, the door is closed by dead people. Uh huh. So the top dude on the invasion party teleports in and starts fighting Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Nick Cage's wife manages to blow herself up somehow because she's in charge of grenades and apparently she didn't chuck them far enough because one of them's in the fucking cave. Like she boloed the bay bad guy with, I think, grenades so his head's going to explode. But then she's like, Nicolas Cage, I must save you. Except she doesn't say anything because her tongue's cut out and manages to get her body somehow between Nick Cage and the grenades that she is the one responsible for throwing and then blows herself up. I don't yeah. fucking understand it. Well, the plan was is because they have one of the most defensible positions I've ever seen to make visibility impossible with smoke and then blow that smoke up with all Mm -hmm. of the grenades, then go back to the cave and blow themselves up with the leftover grenades. Oh, I know what's happened to Sam. They, they went to go read the art of war uh, and instead they read the art of Warcraft, which is just a player's manual written by Leroy Jenkins. So that that's how they screwed this hole up. (laughs) Oh, no, they didn't even read that because at least one of them would have charged into the mass right. <laughs> had they done the Leroy Jenkins plan. All right. So outside, the rest of the team kind of like, we got to leave him. But he's at the front door. He's at the only exit. So where are you guys going to go? I don't I don't get what they're doing. Yeah, they're like, go back into the caves. And I'm thinking, oh, they have a like a side on the other side of Shet uh-huh. Mountain, right, where they can... And it's covered up by some bushes, and they just kind of fuck off. Right. Nope. Nope. There's <laughs> one only goddamn one door. door to this place. <laughs> it's now blocked by dead bodies and a bunch of rubble. And and the enemy. Is yeah, just, it's, out just there. on the There's other like side. The, the the fucking usurpers there. The uh, the one king guard is there, and then like sixty other dudes. And Nick Cage runs out there because now his wife's been exploded by her own hand, and he's like, "I must have my vengeance," and goes out there. And does it pretty admirable. Like, for each time he gets stabbed, he basically also kills a guy. But I think he ends up getting stabbed, like, about 26 times. Yeah, something like that. And keeps fighting. Like, no, he's dead. Like, the first three got him. 
three on the I'm tough and can still walk. Like if you go past how many times Boromir got stabbed in the chest by arrows, you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. That's your cap. <laughs> the the Boromir bar. That's as far as you can go yeah. with getting stabbed and fighting. So now he's dead. So they just walk out of the front of the cave and they're like, well, that was a dumbass plan. I also have to go back just a little bit. He has at the beginning of the fight, Nick Cage has his Templar sword Uh and he stabs one guy with it and then just like leaves it in the guy and grabs a smaller sword and looks at it like, yeah, that one's too stabby. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) This is also where he hits the guy in the side of the head with a stick. It is. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> totally sold that this is a good fight. So the usurper has challenged uh, uh, Jacob to a duel. He's like, hey, I'll fight you for that kid. No. Just kill him. Yeah, I'm, I still, I did not figure out why they started fighting. Like, just kill them all. Yeah. Your hair looks dumb. Oh, yeah? Fucking kill you right now. Having seen this twice... In the story, all I can figure where they don't just slaughter all of them right then and there is that he really doesn't want to kill his sister. That's mm. all I can figure. Okay. All right. She's they've got a history that we don't know about because this movie stinks. So okay. I think that's I think that's a good call, Sam, because we're gonna we're gonna talk that about that here in a second. So they're dueling. Uh these guards cheat. And they shoot a couple arrows into Jacob. And then the princess is like, oh, yeah, well, I got your knife, mister. And she's going to she's going to kill her brother. But then she instead jumps onto his sword into her tummy. And he's like, no. So, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's a good call. But tosses like she's taking it. (coughs) She's dying so that she can toss her new boyfriend uh, a knife, even though uh-huh. he's already got a sword and he kind of right. uses it too, but then just gets back into the same sword fight he was in. Right. Yeah. That's pretty stupid. So Jacob just rage kills the bro. He stabs him in the tummy in what appears to be the same spot as the princess just got stabbed in the tummy. And then he flops over on the ground and he looks over and she's like, I'll be okay. <laughs> and He's been cut and stabbed four times and he's taken two arrows and he's like, cool, me too. And you're like, yeah. you're both going to die. Yeah, you are ble- literally bleeding out in dirt right now. <laughs> so bad. Uh, so the one and then the one Kingsguard finally gets his balls. He's like, my apologies, your highness. Like, it's cool, right? That I betrayed everything that I took an oath for. But and I'm only saying this now because that guy is dead. I seriously accomplished nothing. And the rest of the guards are like, yeah, me too. We didn't betray the kingdom. Nope, not us. <laughs> yeah, they actually have that where there's a camera, a tracking shot through the ranks and they're talking and it's notable because it's obviously the same guy doing all of their voices talking to himself. <laughs> right. like, oh, he just killed the king. Oh, it wasn't the king yet. Oh, I got that. You're like, what? <laughs> really? Really? Uh, just like uh, the DJ from our movie last week where he's uh-huh. impersonating the Commodores. <laughs> and then uh, they, the prince goes back and he's the king and Jacob buries uh, the Nick Cage family and... 
I don't know what happens after that because we're not going to get Outcast 2. I'll, yeah. I guess his love for her wasn't strong enough or hers for him wasn't strong enough because she looks back. He's obviously in a different place and he looks Mm -hmm. back and rides away so they can see through time and space because they love each other so much, but he's still leaving. I don't get that. Maybe he's just going back to where the palace is. Like he buried Nick Cage on the good side of shit mountain and he's like, okay, I'll I'll see you. And then it it's not a pan tilt. It's the worst ending shot I've seen in quite some time because of two reasons. One, it's erratic. It, it pans away from the sword and then kind of tilts up into the clouds like, oh, redemption or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work. It's shaky. It's a very unpredictable movement of the camera. And it's too far. It's, it's, a, it's 180 degree. And you're, you're not supposed to do that. It's in, in the rules. Like, if you're going to do 180 degrees, you have to have a really fucking good reason. And yeah. with the movement, it's not just 180 degrees. It's also, like, 90 degrees up. It is just like a barf shot. <laughs> and it's also a pickup shot, you can tell, because did you notice that the quality of the image shifted clearly? Like, they went back yeah. with a noticeably cheaper camera to right. shoot this shot. Yeah. And for unnecessarily. Like, it's so stupid. Uh, All right. Who's got a question? What would happen in the sequel? I think you're right. Like, I think he just keeps, he's like fucking Kung Fu or Kane and Kung Fu. He just wanders the earth and uh, he's he's the spreader of democracy. (laughs) He's He's a spreader of legs from Paris. Oh, that too. Of course. Yeah. He just goes in and, and, uh, you know breaks up dictatorships and uh, eventually the CIA hires him, you know, uh, because he's a Templar so he can live forever. I think that's how that works. Uh, And uh, uh, the CIA hires him and he goes into Cuba and he takes out Castro. And, uh, you know, now he's, he's down in uh, Brazil taking out uh, Mersaconi or whatever that guy is. Yeah. I, I think he just goes and starts freeing shit. Sammy's like, yeah. I think he just holds up Sam in some damn tavern. Tavern. Wherever he ends up, right? Like, he rides for four days. He's like, I live here now. And then he just sits there and does opium at a table and then hopes that another princess or dangerous situation walks in. I think you missed the point of the question. Sam asked, what would happen in the sequel? They are definitely going to not make that the sequel, Jackie. Yeah, it's the uh, the opium guy sequel oh. where he takes you on a magic carpet ride. <laughs> so it is train spotting after that. Okay. Yeah. Is she pregnant? Is she going to be a teen mom? They don't have sex. Oh, they do. It's implied. Yeah, they they did it on the ground by a cart. It was really romantic. Yeah, I think it's fairly implied. Mm, I didn't think that was implied. Mm, Yeah, yeah, I I thought they boned down. I uh, (laughs) well, I mean, if she's you know maybe he's he's uh he's got the blood of the king in him now, you know. He's uh, that little that little wiener dude. He's not going to bang a lady, so his his lineage is going to end. So it's going to fall to the the child of the princess, which is his. So he's he's basically married Oprah, huh? But then he leaves. I don't think he does. I think he goes back to the palace. <laughs> Actually, you know what? He's probably coming back because in a previous scene, he, he rode off on his horse and left all of his shit in some field. <laughs> so he's just going to go get that stuff, and then he's going to come back. That's what I think is happening. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, so how does this this whole uh, sequence of events 
shape the country, the future of the country of the Far East. When does this happen? <laughs> <laughs> because I know, I know, uh, you know, I'm not, I didn't uh, take Far East history in uh, college, so I'm not familiar with uh, the country's, uh, you know, history. But I do know about uh, uh, about the pretty much the entire Asia or continent of Asia basically didn't stop fighting huge nasty wars until 1945, and even then, that was just China and Japan finally kind of had a ceasefire. Like it has always been a boiling point over there for endless wars. So this little happy. Oh, I'm going to bring peace to the people. No, you didn't. You got assassinated immediately and the war goes back on. <laughs> Nothing changes with his this new king. No. No. The, the only thing that happened in this movie is the contemporary Johnny Appleseed knocked up a princess. <laughs> and maybe put his own ass on the throne. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the only question I got. Jackie, you got anything? No. Okay. Uh, final recommendation. Are you done, Sam? I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Final recommendations on this one. Jacqueline. I really like this movie. I don't care how dumb it is and how awful the hair is. I I think it's fun. And, uh, well, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. It's fun to me. And I liked it because I like. Um, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. I, I also kind of secretly do like. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. I think a lot of people had crushes on him. He was, he's not an unhandsome dude. No. Well, he was shit in Star Wars. Well, yeah. He had that terrible haircut. Yeah. But I thought that, you know, he did an okay job during this one. And, and I the storyline was interesting enough to keep me from... Okay, apparently, <laughs> I didn't see the wagon scene. And I watched the whole damn thing. So, whatever. Uh, but I, I really liked it. Okay. Sammy. I'm actually going to give it a don't. Okay. Um, I've seen it twice now. I didn't like it either time. Nick Cage is on the cover. He's in the movie for about 10 minutes. What he does yeah. is awesome. There's not enough of it. And up until they start fighting, it is painfully dull. Yeah. I agree. Um, I actually didn't like it as much uh, the second time. I still say it's a do if you've never seen it. Um, because the cage is so wild, but I remember Nick Cage being in this movie a lot more than he actually was. He had to have been on set for like three days and decided to wear a lady's wig in, and in, in that time and made decisions on that. He was going to be a pirate moving forward and nobody told him no, because I guess they couldn't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not as fun as I remember. Uh, I'm still going to give it a do, but uh, it's just barely over the edge for me. So uh, we'll see what happens moving forward with the rest of the Templar movies. Starting next week with Sam's pick of Templar Nation on Amazon. Uh, no, uh, is it? No, it is on Amazon Prime. I guarantee that one's on Prime. I It might be. It's on Vudu. Yeah. No. Templar Nation. Tubi. It's on Tubi. It's for sure. One of, one of Sam's favorite movies, so you're probably going to want to watch that this week. Uh, any final thoughts, guys? Also, when I said for sure, it's on Tubi. We said that about King Solomon's King Minds, Solomon, and the yeah. internet lied to us. So. Right, to, right to her face. So, okay. Well, Jackie, take us out. Get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. 
Go to Steger Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Steger Madness and email us at talk at We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.